I'm good. Blog Talk okay. Radio. And welcome to Community Garden Revolution. I'm Mary Hugel, your show host, and it is an exciting time. We've got a real neat gal from the Midwest. She's from Indiana, and uh, it's going to be great how they uh, started their community garden, how they've switched it from being what it was last year to what it is this year. They're doing exciting things. We're going to find out about the Franklin Street Community Garden from Evansville, Indiana. And we have on board today Chris Boris. Hi, Chris. How are you doing? Oh, I'm great. How are you doing? Well, doing all right, doing all right, gal. Okay, I hear that because I watch your all's uh, Facebook page. I watched it last year, the evolution of it, and then I also have, have watched it this year. And there's a stark difference between the two years. Yes. So are you, like, in charge of the garden? Or I, I hear that one gal called you the garden lady. So what is your title, Chris? Well, yeah, right now I'm um, what they call the chairperson for the Franklin Street Community Garden, but people call me the garden lady. Um, it all started, oh, isn't that wonderful? Um, yeah, it all started because of uh, the Franklin Street Bazaar that they have here in Evansville. Um, I started yoga in the park to be to, uh, mm-hmm. in conjunction with the bazaar. And I was at a meeting, and they said, oh, what are we going to do about the garden? And I said, well, you know, I've done some gardening. I'm not a master gardener, but I start my seeds. I said, I can help. And before I knew it, I walked out of the meeting, and I was in charge. So that's how it all started. (laughs) That's how it goes with uh, volunteerism. (laughs) Yes, yeah. And so, um, you think that you're just volunteering for a few hours, hey, what the hey, uh-huh. and then all of a sudden you walk out and you're in charge. <laughs> yeah. And, so and tell so us about, about how you all got started. How did you get started last well, year? I mean, there had to have been some kind of evolution here that we're seeing because I see it on the yeah. uh, Facebook pages that you have. And, folks, we do have them on our uh, news feed for the Community Garden News free app that you can get there at uh, the Apple Store and Google Play. So they're one of the community gardens that we do highlight. So um, tell us how you got started last year, you know, how that all evolved, why did it happen, you know, that kind of thing. And, and, uh, you, and tell us about the size of the place, too, because – uh, folks, they're doing remarkable things uh, with this uh, that could be done with a garden that maybe has two or three hundred, uh, you know, plots. But these people have a smaller space, and they've done remarkably mm-hmm. well in what they've got, and that's what's impressive. So, give us a little highlight, you know, the story, a uh, little background of how it all started. Well, it all started when um, these are shotgun houses along this street on Franklin Street. And the Franklin Street Events Association, one of the houses got torn down, and they said the perfect spot to build a community garden. So this was about four years ago, and they worked on it. They got it started. And then the second year, it wasn't as good. And then last year, which was the third year, things got planted. And then, uh, you know, nobody took care of it after that. No weeding, no picking, anything. And about this time or first part of August last year, the weeds were, you know, three, four, five, six feet tall. We had rotting vegetables. So the city was called, and they said, you have to mow everything down. And so Mm. I took over then about December, and I went over there in January and looked, and I saw where it was just a big weed garden, weeds everywhere. Some Mm. of them mowed down, some of them not. You know, some of the things still sitting around that over the winter rotting. And so I got Mm. um, one, One Life Church. It's a church here in Evansville. 
they do a community service. So they came the first week of March and helped clean everything up and put in some new dirt and mulch around all of the beds. We have 16 four-by-eight beds that are lined with concrete blocks. I mean, just plain old cinder oh blocks my, that people build houses. Yeah, that they built uh, houses and gardens with. And then, wow, yeah. Um, when you the, look at the uh, pictures, it's hard to tell how many there are. That's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. And then the next step was the first week into April. I had some students from the University of Evansville. They were international students. They came and planted the flowers, the marigolds and the salvia and the petunias, along the um, edges of the concrete blocks inside the little squares of the concrete blocks. So all of our right are lined with flowers. And then I had a few people come and help plant the first week of May, and everything grew from there. And um, so I have my one of my really good friends. Her name is Indy. She uh, plants flowers like crazy everywhere. So she took over the front and planted um, <laughs> cleones and zinnias and sunflowers. We have a little entryway that's made out of old wooden pallets nailed together. And now we have gourds and cardinal climbers and um, morning glories, all kinds of things growing on that now that's going to be blooming soon. So that's that's where we are. It looks nice. I mean, you also are taking more pictures. And what I really think is impressive, uh, you're also taking uh, videos, or one of your folks uh, is going around every so often and taking a video of the garden Mm -hmm. so we can actually see a little bit more of what's going on. Yes, and um, now, now is that so something we, she decided to do, uh, or you all, or what happened there? Oh, we we just do it when we're over there. We say, "Oh, that looks cool," so we take a video to see where we are and where we what happened. And and then the but that's um, impressive. Things, yeah, the other two things that we do is now things are starting to come in, and we got an old cart from a secondhand store for five dollars and spray painted it real pretty blue, and we set that out in front each evening with the vegetables that we pick. And in the morning, Mm -hmm. any of them that are left, I take to the um, shelter for the um, women, uh, the battered Mm -hmm. women. I take that to their shelter in the morning. Oh, how wonderful. Yeah, and then the other really cool thing, I don't know if you've noticed it, um, at the Franklin Street Bazaar, they've got these river rocks that are, you know, they're they're small little river rocks that the, the kids now are painting. And it's called Franklin Street Rocks. And we have those that all the little kids have painted all around the front of the garden. And we also have all the, the bed markers. It says what's in there, the little wooden sticks, um, the little signs. The kids all have painted those. So some oh, of them I are think nice that's cool. Some of them, yeah, some of them are really good. And some of them are just little scribbles that maybe a one- or two-year-old painted. <laughs> but we yeah, put but, it all in Hey, there. they participated. That's the way I look at it. They participated. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And you have them lined, so, if I got this right, don't you have them aligned in front of a section of your garden or something? Some gal was, uh, there was a picture of a gal that yeah. was putting those rocks down around or something? Yeah, uh, that's Indy. She's the one that planted all the flowers. We're putting all the little rocks out front there where everybody that walks by can see it. And um, we're very fortunate that we haven't had any, because any damage or, or anything to there because I think the the cuter it gets and the more that it looks like kids are involved in it that you know the more that people don't um, come in and damage anything so we're, we're lucky right. there yeah gar- community gardens usually across America for whatever reason 
people don't, and that's why they find that this can help um, uh, prevent more crime in certain neighborhoods if they do it in the real right. rough areas. Somehow mm-hmm. they have a certain respect for the food somehow or whatever, and um, they're able to find people uh, coming out and trying to take care of the gardens so there's less people that are uh, stragglers in the neighborhood that they don't know who they are. Uh, they don't right. have too many where they hide their guns there, so that's good, but they were hiding their guns right. other places, so now they don't have access oh, to it because yeah. of some of the community gardens. So, right. But uh, have you had anybody say that, hey, uh, you're doing such a great job with that piece of property uh, that we'd like to sell that? Have you ever had that situation? No, because, you know, the, the two there, there's a shotgun house on each side, and then one on the other side, that house is condemned, so that one's going to be torn down. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. We we are fortunate that we have a water source there that the Franklin Street Events Association, um, which is a historic district in Evansville where there's a lot of restaurants and bars and stuff, they came up with money to have a water source there. So that is our savior right there. Yes, it is. That is awesomeness. Uh, they were in mm-hmm. that um in that t- town, in the town, uh, they were thinking yeah. about adding on uh, for city and also county situations. And uh, I often tell people that uh, uh, it was stopped when the, it came the question of uh, what do you have for a water source, and that's too bad. Mm-hmm. But that's part of it. You have to be able to water the stuff. Right. Right. Exactly. So, so how is it that you get there. your volunteers? Huh? Well, you know, we started out really good with the volunteers, um, so with the churches and the universities and um, some neighbors that I bribed with vegetables. Uh, there you are. So they, all, <laughs> yeah, they all helped, but now it seems to be it's, it's in the mid-90s now, and people are just kind of, we do have a couple that go over there and help with the weeds, but everything's kind of under control, and it'll be out of control again in a couple of weeks when we start really harvesting everything we've got. But mm-hmm. that's the tough part is the uh, volunteers help a whole lot in the beginning, and we get groups involved, but then, you know, it gets to be that time of year where everybody's got something else going on, and that's the tough part. Well, the heat is what affects a lot of community gardens. I've heard this mm-hmm. repeatedly, uh, where it can get that real hot weather and you don't see as many people out. My question is, uh, because I don't know if you have certain hours for yours that people can be there or not, or can they be there any time, uh, could people come early in the morning and possibly do their weeding or their watering or that kind of thing? Um, well, anybody, cause, you know, they can come anytime they want. We have a neat little bench. Um the water, we do have a lock on it, and uh, I water it myself, and um, Indy waters the flowers. We try to keep it that way so that we know exactly how much water it's getting and that, you know, mm-hmm. some seedlings or replants don't get overwatered. So we we keep tabs on that between the two of us. But uh, as far as coming in and picking weeds, there was a little girl came in the other day. Her mom put a picture of her on there and said, we came in and picked a zucchini and picked a few weeds. Thank you. So that's what we want to see. And that's cute. Yes. <laughs> that yeah. starts them early. But you mm-hmm. made a good point there, uh, folks, that she has a lock on her uh, water source. And we've we've stated that before. We've stated it also with sheds. Be sure you have a lock yes. because, unfortunately, right. people are people. And they don't want a situation where the water just keeps on running all night long. Now, do you all mm-hmm. get donations for the cost of the water? Is that what you do on that part? 
But no, it's the uh, Franklin Street events. The the bar, the local bars and restaurants um, have all pitched in. A number of them pitched in a hundred dollars for the summer to cover all the expenses. So that's where we're going. Oh, how there. wonderful! Yes. Uh-huh. How wonderful! What I thought was so funny is the beginning of the year. They were showing the first plants coming in, and uh, there's a mm-hmm. picture of someone had a big monstrosity plant of kale. And uh, the person, oh, and I can't remember yeah. who he or she, mentioned that uh, they saw a person walking down the street, went inside the garden, uh, clipped off uh, some kale, and then mm-hmm. just went back on the street and started walking down the street, so, <laughs> which I think is cute. Right. Yeah. Uh, they probably needed it for the day or whatever. Um, but I really do like your your basket that you have because you show different angles or ways because it's mm-hmm. always cute. Uh, and then right. that you do give it to uh, someone else, the excess, because – uh, with 16, I didn't realize you had 16 uh, plots. Right, um, yeah. You can have excess, and there's the need is so great, as you found. The need is just so right. great for people to have fresh food. Mm-hmm. Yes, now, it is. Now, um, when you – go ahead. Go, no, you go ahead. When you found – yeah, when you found out that you had volunteers the first part of the year, that kind of thing, and this is the thing, it's volunteers and money that people you know, run into, just like in business, mm-hmm. it's management right. or the money. So how is it, uh, because I believe I saw uh, you had like different like Girl Scout groups and so on like that come to your garden to help out. Um, are you going to further it along with some more other groups around that area to be able to stop by once in a while and kind of fill in because between now and toward the end, uh, like around the September area, that is the hardest part for a community garden. That, that's hard So uh, right. they, because it can get so stinking hot. So uh, mm-hmm. what is it that you all think you'll be doing at that part to kind of get over that hump? Because when it's harvest time, hey, everybody's there because they want to harvest and eat something. <laughs> uh, well, there's another um, church that, that I've contacted that's the Catalyst Church. And what they do is they have their Sunday service um, three weeks in the month, and the fourth Sunday they go out and do community service. So in the end of July, in the end of July, they're going to come out and help in the garden. So Mm -hmm. you know, you just try to find groups, and then when the the kids start back to school so early in August in um, Evansville and in Indiana that. It'll be good to find some school groups, too, because a lot of the schools around here um, want kids to do community service, and they get extra credit for doing community service. So when school starts, we're going to try to work on that a little bit also. Oh, good. Yeah, because volunteerism, that's good. Yeah. There's a little grade school that is about three blocks away. It has um, kindergarten, first and second grade. So when they start back to school, I'm going to see if they want to come down for a field trip and learn a little bit about um, gardening and what is a weed and what isn't and how to look for the bugs, the pests, and pick them off. You know, don't spray them, pick mm-hmm. them off. So that's what we want to teach mm-hmm. the little kids and maybe have so you're them. you're more organic-oriented uh, then? Yeah. You all are more right. organic-oriented there? Yeah, Now, do you are. allow any yeah. kind of a, if it's organic spraying or organic uh um, I want to say, a deterrence, do you allow that at all, or is it all just what you see is what you see? What you see is what you see. <laughs> yeah, I because see. Because we have Gosh. some um, caterpillars and different things, are, and we're trying to turn our dill into a butterfly garden right now. We've had uh, some caterpillars laying some eggs on there, so uh, we have a little sign that don't pick the dill. It's our butterfly garden. So hopefully we'll oh. have some of those. Yeah. 
How wonderful. Now, see, you're doing so, I'm just throwing this out there. You're doing so much yeah. in that space that, uh, you know, of course, you said there's a, a house that was being condemned and being torn down. Or, do you know what they're doing with that property at all, or is it kind of, is it um, uh, congruent to where you all well, are? Well, yeah, it's just, you know, these are the row houses, so they're only like 20 or, or so feet wide. And uh, so it's on the other side of the the one house, the lady there. It's real nice. Um, so I don't know what will happen there. You know, they'll tear it down, and, and maybe the people who own the property will keep it mowed. Maybe they'll put a garden. We'll have to just see what happens there. Got it. Okay. Now, you have a bazaar there uh, every so often uh, there uh, in your area, uh, in uh, mm-hmm. farmer's market and that kind of thing, whatever. Do you all ever uh, take your vegetables and uh, uh, possibly sell them uh, there, or is it something that any of them sell it for any extra pocket change or income, or is it basically where they uh, grow those and then eat them or give them to somebody else, or what do you do? Oh, at the um, at the Franklin Street Bazaar, and they have everything from people who make their own soap to local farmers that sell theirs. They, um, it, it's a really beautiful thing that goes on and um the farmers and the that sell at the market they pay uh oh 100 or 150 dollars for their spot in there and uh some of them donate their vegetables at the end of each day if there's any or it's on saturday morning at the end of each day if there's anything left but we're just trying to get our get ours out to the neighbors and get the neighbors involved because it's not great um, the great it's not the greatest of all neighborhoods back behind there most community gardens aren't. <laughs> right. Yeah. If truth be known, mm-hmm. in New York City, believe me, they're not in the best neighborhood. Right. right. <laughs> Tiffany may have given some money to help make a spruced-up area for a garden, but yeah. it isn't in the best neighborhood. <laughs> exactly. I think Tiffany's is, but but uh, most of the others aren't. Yes. But, uh, and that's what they do, uh, Chris, is they put community gardens in some of these downtown areas and then get the mm-hmm. uh, area more developed and you know, bring it up, and then all of a sudden a developer comes in and says, I'm going to buy that uh, property or that area because it's now turning its, you know, made that turn. Right. And that's what a lot of these community gardens are finding out. And St. Louis, when they were trying to do more stuff downtown to revitalize some of their older areas, mm-hmm. uh, they were constantly having to pack up a move because the developers were coming in all the time. Oh, so yeah. uh, one group decided to go ahead and do it on top of skyscraper buildings, and that's what mm-hmm. they do. That's more cool. uh, more of the larger ones are doing that too, you know Washington D.C. and you know that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chicago had always done for uh, how many years? Ten, fifteen years, uh, right? Growing things on top of buildings, but um, yeah. So that's what well, I was kind of asking because I've seen the difference. I remember last year when there was uh, so many weeds there, and then uh, one mm-hmm. of the restaurant people would say, "Hey, uh, I think we're tagged for mowing or something." I can't remember what, how right, she said yes. it. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, what are they doing?" And so. To see what you all are doing this year, it's such a mm-hmm. great turnaround. I mean, it's just hard to believe. And my question is, and I'm just throwing this out, have you ever thought about uh, doing it for the whole town? I mean, because you're doing such a great job. Uh, if they found some money somewhere, I don't know who or whatever, uh, but uh, right. to kind of speed it along for the rest of the, the city because it's so dramatic. I kid you not, whatever it is that you all are doing, whatever the secret sauce is going on there, um, it's such a dramatic turnaround and change that 
uh, that can be done or replicated in other parts of the town too. Well, let's see. The main thing is that I'm retired. My friend is Oh, and retired. you look so young, the gal. People, <laughs> the people who help Good for you. So, um, but we have a, a, a strong Master Gardeners Association. I've not done the Master Gardeners, but we have a strong Master Gardeners Association in the area, and they do a lot mm-hmm. of community work, and they have a few um, – uh, community gardens around, and a lot of them have their own gardens where they they donate a lot of vegetables too. But you know, hopefully, this will inspire others to take or other areas of the city if there's a vacant lot to do something with it. Because I mean, you know, all it takes I is a you little not, love. I, the that's correct, well, and also someone to really see what's going on and have an interest in, in making it change or happen because mm-hmm. I remember last year the pictures and the statements that people made about things and to see the dramatic change I want others to know too that that can happen where they are too because not every year is rosy not every year uh, runs smoothly right. and it's still even though you're doing great stuff uh, think through it where can I find some more volunteers and that's what we try to hit a upon ever so often you know go to your businesses that are around you go to your schools right uh, go to your colleges once in a while you know and also your uh, mm-hmm. groups that meet you know like the Kiwanis or whatever and spend an afternoon or whatever they do that um, in other places uh, but uh, why can't it work all across America is what I'm saying so uh, right. volunteerism is hard to find it's hard to find those volunteers mm-hmm. and to stay with it how do you keep how do you keep everybody in the same uh page as far as what you're wanting to accomplish with the garden and how do you keep tempers down and how do you keep you know how do you keep the peace there um, oh it's easy <laughs> I don't know it's just <laughs> it's uh, never I easy mean, people, well no uh, we our main goal uh, right now my main goal and uh was just to make it as pretty as possible I really didn't care if we had how many vegetables we got out of it. I just did not want it to be an eyesore. So, you know, that's the main thing is as long as it, it looks really pretty and we've got like the little painted rocks and the flowers and um, the weeds pulled and, you know, things looking halfway decent that um, people want to take pride in it and people want to help. Right. So what do you anticipate for yeah. harvest time? Do you all have something uh, where uh, you collect the uh, vegetables and the, any kind of fruits if, you're, if, if anybody's growing something? Uh, do you ever have a uh, pitch-in uh, harvest dinner at the end? Is that what you all do, or you just go through the system? And, you know, okay, now it's time to pull up everything. You know, what do you all do? Well, haven't got there yet. <laughs> this is my okay, first got it. And I've just been going uh, right now. I've just been going like week by week, just getting organized. They did want to have some sort of cookout, um, you know, in harvest time, sometime mid-August, and invite uh, all the neighbors down. Maybe get a bunch of hot dogs and then use some of it to make, uh, you know, cucumbers and tomatoes and whatever we're picking, and have the neighbors come in and have a little uh, free meal. So that would oh, get them cool. interested there too. So that that was my cool. plan. Hope, hopefully it works. You know, <laughs> I bet you it will. Yeah. As soon as they smell that grill. <laughs> yeah. What's mm-hmm. remarkable is the change from last year to this year. I mean, it's just remarkable. I mean, I remember those pictures when they showed about the the uh, two and three feet high, you know, weeds growing that kind of thing. And mm-hmm. I was like, uh oh. And then to see it yeah. this year, 
turn around so dramatically, and then it looks so so vibrant. It's very colorful. Uh, you all have mm-hmm. done some thought, and you're getting a lot more volunteers. Uh, it seems like two different gardens going on. It really does. Yeah. Well, we're very proud of it. You know, we'd like to. This we're so proud of it. We like to just go over there in the evening. There's a little wooden bench that that was built last year, a year before, and we just like to sit on it and look around and admire it. <laughs> you know, just kind of patting ourselves <laughs> on the back, but we just like to sit there and say, "Wow, look at this grow." So yes, that, that's you, the fun part done. of it too. What you've done, I mean, mm-hmm. what you've been able to accomplish in. You know, one year's time, a lot of people don't get that far, but they get discouraged yeah. or whatever. I mean, they still do something, but it's not the same spirit. And I feel that there's probably a great um, spirit from what I can see from mm-hmm. the post that you all have on your Facebook page. Because you can sometimes tell a lot right. of temperaments, you know, on that the situation. Right. But um, it seems like you all have really uh, uh, done the nines on the on the place. And uh, people need to check it out. It's the Franklin Street Community Garden from Evansville, Indiana. That's southern Indiana. It's a bridge away from the uh, state of Kentucky. It's a bridge away from the state of Illinois. They're at the southern uh, part of the state. And um, just a quiz question because a lot of people grow tomatoes. That's the top, <laughs> that's the top thing right. they grow. Um, have you all had any kind of luck with tomatoes this year? Uh, we didn't grow any this year ourselves uh, because sometimes the weather has been uh, really rainy and we just got real small tomatoes mm-hmm. and we thought, oh, we'll just get larger ones at the farmer's market or something. So have you all had anybody to grow any tomatoes? And what's the outlook Ooh. on that, please? Boy, we are going to have, you know, I told somebody the other day, I said, you need to come down here when the tomatoes are coming in because we'll have one or two million. <laughs> but wow. It's, it's crazy. Wow. One, uh, one of the bed, we have, I think, five um, cherry tomato plants in there. Some of them uh, were donated. Some of them I grew from seeds. Then we have uh, another bed that has um, three or four Roma tomato plants, Italian tomatoes. And then we have a bed that has some um, black crim and some um, purple Cherokee, some, you know, very uh, heirloom type tomatoes. So we're going to, and they're just mm-hmm. full. We're going to have a lot of tomatoes. And then the cucumbers wow. are crazy. I picked so wow. many cucumbers already. We did have an issue with a little squash beetle that ate a lot of the little uh, flowers off of the squash before it bloomed, but we picked it off and picked all those little, um, little uh, pods of, what what do we call the beetles that are coming up? The little seeds mm. or whatever. Yeah, so mm. we picked all Don't those know. off. <laughs> yeah, we 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 found out that the seeds, our tomatoes were getting so small. I mean, we still ate them and put them on salad because that's what we eat a lot uh, during the summertime. Salad. Mm-hmm. It, it was frustrating because it'd be so much rain, and then the uh, last year we it was a a month later before we even got to plant. So this year we kind of toyed yeah. back and forth, and we finally decided not to. And it was one of the first years in probably about 30, 40 years we have not grown uh, tomato plants. But uh, sometimes you just got to say, hey, <laughs> walk on. Right. <laughs> well, Gal, yeah. I, it's we been have... my pleasure and honor to have you here on the show. We are so delighted with right. the dramatic changes that you all have had and want to congratulate you. It's been the Franklin Street Community Garden from Evansville, Indiana. And this is Chris Boris that's been with us today. And congratulations on what you all have accomplished. We appreciate what you've done for community gardens here in America. And uh, keep going and growing because you got it going on, gal. You all have got it going all on. Right. Congrats. 
Thank, Thank you, ma'am. You very much. And this, this has been Community Garden Revolution. And my name is Mary Huckel, and it's been my honor. And uh, have a great Community Garden Day. Thank you, Miss Chris. I send that around to the people, and I'll send you a copy, too, when they process it. Woo! Okay, thank you. It was fun. <laughs> thank you. Hey, congratulations. Bye. Good luck, gal. Thanks. Okay, Bye-bye. Okay, thanks. Bye.